Hi, so this is week two of our semester. Um, again, my name is Sir Lance, and for today's discussion, we will be talking about the introduction to tourism and hospitality marketing. So, what are our learning objectives for today? First, we will be you will be able to explain the concepts of marketing. Second, define marketing in the tourism and hospitality industry. Then, understand the importance of marketing as well as enumerate the marketing mix, and finally identify the marketing process. Now, our industry is one of, if not the largest industries in the world. So, nagkaroon lang ng decline because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But um, to give you an idea of what or how big our industry is, as of 2020, based from the UNWTO so ito yung or this is the uh, United Nations World Tourism Organization they have recorded that there have been 1.4 billion total international tourist travels as of 2020 so imagine that's 1.4 billion people have uh, gone to different tourist destinations either local or abroad side by side with that uh, they have also recorded a total of 1.4 trillion dollars in total international receipts. So what do we mean by total international tourist uh, receipts? So this means that this is the average or the amount that was spent uh, as a result of travel and tourism and hospitality. So definitely with the airlines, that's a big factor. You have your accommodations, your lodging industry. We also have um, food and beverages. We also have your recreation and leisure, uh, among other things. So the total that was spent for the year 2020 was $1.4 trillion. Okay. Now, in order to move on and to have this one be at a better life, I do have a case analysis uh, that we should share a light on. That's included with the module that I have provided. Now, the case said, uh, when a customer arrived at a restaurant before closing time, he was asked, what do you want? The customer responded somewhat surprised that he would like to get something to eat. So the customer was informed by a stern voice that the restaurant was closed. The customer then pointed to a sign on the door that said the restaurant was open up until 9 p.m. In which the employee responded, yeah, but I'll be, it'll be 9 by the time I clean up and put the food away, so we're closed. The customer exited and went to another restaurant a block away, never returning to the first. So, um, it begs the question, um, why did the employee act this way? What may have caused this sudden or this very um, unusual behavior? Right. So, I say if we're thinking about or we're talking about tourism and hospitality, it's the industry we're in. You will be faced with different customers, and as much as possible, uh, you want to be as patient as possible. Maybe the employee was feeling sick or not feeling well. Um, there's a possibility also that he may have other plans that you have to go to, or maybe he or she was encountering problems. That's could be or that could be some. Uh, or one or one of the reasons. Now, what may have actually happened here is that uh, back then or that day, uh, the this customer or this employee rather uh, has served a guest before at around let's say the closing time ng restaurant na is around eight fifty p.m. 
uh, or the the customer came in at 8:50 p.m. while the restaurant closed at 9. So that employee willingly admitted and served the guest. So, syempre, um, if that close of a um, entry time for the customer before closing, syempre, we have to prepare the food, take their uh, take their order, prepare their food, uh, wait for them to finish. Even though uh, he is doing some cleaning, um, what if he's alone? It will take some time, time still, and so the employee had or had to opt out or close shop at around 10:30. So when the company found that, so instead of um, you know they, they instead of thanking them, appreciating um, him or her for doing that, they instead reprimanded. Pinagbawalan pa or pinagsabihan pa bakit pa or bakit ka pa nagpa OT? Why shouldn't have? You, why didn't you close at nine o'clock? Okay, so. From that point on, the um, employee has vowed that no matter what happens, we have to be closed by 9 o'clock, and which resulted into that behavior. So, yeah, uh, well, he basically made what the cost or the employer, the management wanted. Uh, Inapis nila kung ano yung mas papakasaya dun sa uh, manager nila na kailangan sarado ng by 9 o'clock, which um, he did. But what the employee and the management does not realize is that the impact of that customer that they have, quote-unquote, technically, they have rejected. Because okay? it's just one customer, right? But then that customer could, maybe he's having or he or she's having a bad day and she's looking to have some comfort food and then that experience happens, which made things worse. So, because Ang sabina, um, he will share that bad or he or she will share that, share that bad experience to other people until uh, even up to a point na well a quote unquote best case scenario would be the customer would not um, dine at the restaurant again worst case scenario pinagsa uh, shinier niya pa sa, uh, family friends uh, discouraging them to uh, go to or air purchase or find or eat food at that restaurant. Uh, until such time, it's gonna be a domino effect. So, everyone or less and less people will come, um, and less, which will in turn um, affect the profit and revenue of the company. Okay, so we have to, whenever we're thinking about uh, tourism and hospitality marketing, or in fact, any other marketing business, uh, or any other business that involves marketing, we have to first understand our customer's orientation, in which case, the purpose of a business is to create, maintain, and maintain satisfied, profitable customers, wherein customers are, are attracted and retained when their needs are met. Now, it's not enough to Oh, it, it, it's not always a good uh, although yes uh, especially if it's a profitable or a profit organization you have to earn money money or revenue uh, keeps or enables us to buy our raw materials pay for utilities pay for uh, employees um, or the team members salaries and wages but then we also must not sacrifice profit or sat- sacrifice satisfaction uh, for the sake of uh, profit, an example that I have here is a, or what I remembered was, although this is a very uh, unique case, where um, there was this uh, Facebook pay, uh, story that I uh, read somewhere, wherein um, there was this uh, owner of a store that sells taiyaki. Now, for those of you who don't know, taiyaki is like a bread that 
is filled this most commonly it is fish shaped uh, then it's filled with uh, some sort of uh, like a paste like it could be most commonly would be red bean filling now what happened was the customer or the owner tried to raise the prices because it's pandemic and he was losing profit he tried to raise prices but that didn't work okay and then what he had to resort to do was he had to limit the number of filling that he had on his taiyaki under normal circumstances l- reducing that well you can't really blame him because it's a profit uh, is or needs a boost right? so he has to cut, cut down cost but then um the rating or what uh, happened was that it could in a regular scenario if they uh, that would really affect or have an effect on the um it would have the effect on the quality of the product itself less filling may maybe will change the taste okay well the great news about that story was that um, he wrote a letter apologizing to his customers uh, admitting that he has been using a bit less filling um, in his taiyaki or in his goods um, and the response was very positive wherein people were lining up at doors uh, trying to buy it because of his honesty but that's not always the case definitely um, customers are coming to our your or our um, establishment be it food and beverage or lodging or traveler leisure because they have a need it's either it's food um, rest relaxation or lodging or accommodation or maybe uh, leisure in the form of let's say theme parks or travel destinations and it's a uh, it should be a priority of the um, a company to be able to do that now moving on from that uh, in order for us to better understand and do these ways or theories in order for us to become or apply these concepts we have to take a look at the basics first so first is the concept of marketing now Market traditionally was a physical place where buyers and sellers gathered to buy and sell goods. So in Tagalog, it's translated as palengke. Ano nga ba yung na- nasa palengke? Um, there are different vendors who sell, let's say, um, meat, dairy, eggs, fish, um, poultry, vegetables, uh, other uh, materials and whatnot. And we as customers go there to buy what we need if we want to cook something or whatnot. Now, in the marketing sense though, Market is a set of actual and potential buyers of a product. Now, I think that a common misconception that people have is that when they're talking about a market, they're only seeing what the or who are the actual person who's buying the product itself. But a market involves who could possibly or who who else could possibly buy from their um, their product. Okay. Now, the American Marketing Association defines marketing as the activity conducted by organizations and individuals that operate through a set of institutions and processes for creating, communicating, delivering, and exchanging market offerings that have value for customers, clients, marketers, and society at large. So, from market, it's the actual and potential buyers of a product, whereas marketing is the activity. What's do uh, being done? You either create, communicate, deliver, and exchange your different products and services to your markets. Now, on that note, though, there is a common misconception or this um, understanding that marketing and sales are one and the same. Uh, whereas it's true, 
somewhat, but uh, as sales are usually the most uh, front-facing or present um, in or the more present uh, aspect or department in a tourism and hospitality uh, establishment, marketing and sales have their very um, have these differences or nuances. Firstly, marketing are all activities of planning, producing, promoting, and distributing to get customers to be interested in your product, whereas sales are all activities that involve the selling of a product. Now, uh, the simplest or easiest way that I can think of to describe these two um, words or distinction is that when it comes to marketing, it's about getting your customer to want or to be interested in your product. What do you mean by this? It's uh, for me, it is more of um, letting them know, or it's about creating the product and letting them know that um, it is existing in uh, or it is an option. Uh, it does not necessarily mean that you, there is a financial um, return, but it's the mere uh i would say invoking or rather letting them know that there is another option or a choice whereas when it comes to sales uh, there is the, uh, wanting the customer to buy the product okay that is or there is a monetary target or goal when it comes to sales on that note we have marketing management which is the art and science of choosing target markets and getting, keeping, and growing customers through creating, delivering, and communicating superior customer value. So this is the art and science. It means that there are different theories, there are different principles behind marketing, uh, let's say behavioral analysis. Um, we also have, let's say, pricing. Uh, distribution is also something that we also have to think about uh, as part of the topics in marketing management. On that note, though, there are four different aspects uh, that is, there is a um, or these four different aspects that are very important when it comes to marketing. This is known as the marketing mix or the four P's. We have your product, place, price, and promotion. Now, these are going to be tackled at as uh, much as we go along in our discussion, but these are also known as your four P's. Now. You're probably wondering what is the importance or relevance of marketing in the tourism and the hospitality industry. Well, first is the entrance of corporate giants into the hospitality market. This simply means that a lot more uh, companies are trying to branch out to different areas. In this case, they're setting their eyes on the hospitality market um, into as another or alternate way to uh, have or branch out or do expansion. Next, we have hotel industry consolidation. This simply means that, let's say in the Philippines, we have a Globe and Smart as your top key players in, or the, the top players in the telecommunications industry for the past couple of years already, or decades rather. Uh, with the entrance of Ditto, uh, uh, that has changed, but prior to uh, the entrance of Ditto, uh, they were the only uh, as far as I know, the only um, telecommunications company to be chosen from. It's either your globe or smart. 
um, that's also happening with uh, the hotel industry. Uh, different types or different um, hotels, such as we have uh, Atwood. We also have uh, other key um, players in the hospitality industry are purchasing different uh, brands in order for them to become uh, or to expand more. We have like Accor or Hilton. Then we have growing competitive pressures, especially now in the pandemic where a lot of um, uh, people are exploring. There are a lot of pop-ups of businesses that involve food. We have your different restaurants and whatnot. There is a lot more compet uh, competition. So in marketing is one is going to be one of the advantages that a particular food and beverage or hospitality establishment should take um, take um, care of or advantage of uh, because it will be a good or a strong help to the um, success of the organization itself then we have job creation definitely as more and more companies uh, and definitely it is a uh, opportunity it's a good opportunity and uh, since a lot more host hospitality and tourism establishments are going to are opening up they will be looking for uh, teams that will be inclusive in marketing and this is an example of that now to give you an idea of some of the top tourism and hospitality providers, first we have Joel Robuchon, which is a world-renowned chef with the 32 Michelin stars. Now, for those of you who don't know, a Michelin star is the is a is a distinction that's provided by the Michelin Guide that basically says that your food is of the highest one of the highest quality. And with that being said, um, Joel Robuchon has 32 Michelin stars, which shows uh, or is testament to uh, his expertise in the food and beverage industry. Next, we have the Old Stamp House Restaurant, which is the Trip TripAdvisor 2021 Best Fine Dining Restaurant. Now, TripAdvisor is a website that will help you get to know a particular location, like. Um, we have their locations, best uh, things to do or places to eat or where to travel, um, cult local cultures, any rules that you may need to be wary of. Uh, TripAdvisor uh, will show you that. And then uh, they would also, they also uh, uh, every year release a list of their, um, let's say in this case it's 2021 best of the best. It would be your dining, it could be their um, a hotel, a resort, etc. Next, we have Qatar Airways, which was hailed as the top airline in the World Airline Awards of 2021. Uh, then we have Hotel Colin de France, which is the TripAdvisor 2021 Best Hotel. Now, behind all of these establishments and these people, there is uh, the advantage of, or rather, the help of marketing. The uh, Hotel de France, with them being uh, the TripAdvisor 2021 Best Hotel, did achieve their success uh, because they wanted to, let's say, execute or show off a certain um, a concept or vibe for their hotel. Same as with Old Stamp House Restaurant and whatnot. So this shows the importance of marketing in the tourism and hospitality industry. 
Now, with that being said, though, what is your, or you're probably and, uh, wondering what is your role as a hospitality and tourism marketing manager in the future? So for these are for people who are, or do you who want to explore that particular um, area or this career path. And for those who do not, this could give you a better understanding of this um, particular career path. So as a marketing manager in the hospitality industry, you will be motivating your employees to create value for your customers. You will want to make sure that you deliver excellent service or customer satisfaction at a profit. Now on that note though, um, the tourism um, and hospitality marketing is comprised of two main industries. We have your travel industry and your hospitality industry. Now, these industries' success is heavily reliant on each other as a whole. Okay, so they are intertwined um, with each other. For example, I want to go to a particular tourist de destination. Definitely, I need the airfare. So that's in travel. Then I want to go, of course, if I'm going to be staying there for a couple of days, I need lodging. I need a hotel room or a place to stay. So I'll book hotel rooms. Definitely, I need to eat. So I'm going to be eating my regular breakfast, lunch, dinner. And then maybe if they have cultural um, food or local foods, I'll try that. Uh, I'm going to explore also any activities that might be done. Let's say if I'm going to go to Cebu. Uh, I could go uh, whale, uh, whale shark diving or uh, some other activities. Then I might buy souvenirs. So they are very interconnected with each other. So that just goes to show the impact of tourism or the um, interreliance or interdependence of the travel and hospitality uh, industry with each other. Now, since we've already done talking about the tourism and hospitality marketing and the different figures associated with it, we can talk about next the actual process behind uh, this, which is the marketing process, which is identified or split into five different stages. First stage is understand the marketplace and customer needs and wants. Second stage is to design a customer-driven marketing strategy. Third is to construct an integrated marketing program that delivers superior value. Fourth is to build profitable relationships and create customer delight. And fifth is capture value from customers to create profits and customer equity. Now, we'll be talking about more of these processes overall, but basically first is understanding the marketplace and customer needs and wants. Definitely, if they're really purchasing or getting their service from you or product or service, they, in need, they are in need of something. Like what I mentioned earlier, if it's in food and beverage, they're hungry, so you will be able to provide their food. Um, if they need rest or some ways to uh, relax, you have your lodging industry. And you also have to identify, let's say I open up a restaurant in the area. Uh, let's say, or a restaurant because the, the, the nearest restaurant is around miles away. Okay, the, I know that I opened it because there's a need for it. But um, what I also have to consider is what they want. Okay, What do the uh, market or the market, specifically the market wants? Um, you could get them from customer feedback, you can do studies. After which you design a customer-driven marketing strategy. You plan 
on based on those feedbacks. After you've planned and you've identified it, you'll be constructing an integrated marketing program that delivers superior value. Oftentimes, you're not going to get it at the first try and you'll have to go back to the drawing board to try to fix or to make changes to better suit your market. And then after you have um, completed the integrated marketing program, you build profitable relationships. This is by means of um, loyalty. Uh, you can also have them, let's say, it's as simple as being um, patient and be delivering or being nice overall to your customers. That will make them, uh, that's one of the reasons that we, they will come back. Then finally, you have, you'll need to capture value from your customers. It's definitely, um, you will need costs. Um, it's not always going to be like satisfaction at 100%, though it is a top priority, but it should not be the only priority. You need to also make sure that, you know, it is competitive enough for you to be profitable as well. Um, you're gonna, if you're going to focus too much on your satisfaction without any profit in return, then you have a possibility of going down or going under. Okay. Now, those are the steps of the marketing process, which we'll, we'll be breaking down in our next session. But uh, a quote of the date that I will leave to you is uh, by uh, Joe Chernoff, which is good marketing makes the company look smart. Great uh, marketing makes the customer look smart. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a thing or two about our today's session and hope you listen to the next um, session. Thank you.